0: These beginning moments can be seen as a very poignant submission to the most significant committed relationship of our lives, this relationship with the body, this relationship with the way it is, this body and mind. Noticing all of the conditioned patterns being expressed like distraction or denial or controlling tendencies. Judging. though we may not like it, see if you can sense that it's our responsibility in a relative sense, it's our responsibility to make this into a beautiful relationship, this heart relating to the way it is, this body and mind. And we notice all the different ways we err. Being frivolous, not imagining that this relationship now, not imagining, not seeing its relevance. Or on the other hand, getting really serious about it, really wanting to do it right. Making it into a heavy trip. I need to be loving. So it's okay to make mistakes as long as we're learning, seeing that that kind of effort is a little off. We can't realize a basic friendliness, a basic responsivity and lightness and kindness, forgiveness here. And now with the body and with the experience of the present moment, where else are we going to learn these ways of relating? And the basic pattern behind all healthy relationships is this experience of intimacy. So, In our basic sitting practice, being intimate with the body or being intimate with the breath or intimate with emotion, intimate with sound, We learn a lot about the imitation, the idealistic sense of freedom, some idea we have about this exalted relationship with the present moment, perfect. Difference between that and a more simple and direct and immediate connection with the body and mind, realizing a non-fear, not being afraid of what comes and goes. Realizing actually that the reality, the messy or imperfect ordinary reality isn't actually a problem. That the experience of opening, the experience of intimacy is what's beautiful. Not so much that knee pain is beautiful, but opening to knee pain, connecting and allowing things to be, that's beautiful. Same with the moment of noticing the emotion or noticing the mood or noticing the in-breath or the out-breath or the restless mind the way of opening, seeing clearly, not, not clinging or resisting. That's at the heart of moments of intimacy, moments of wholesome relating. Let's continue in silence for a while now, working with the body, the breath moving in the body, and working also with the movements of the mind, the activity of the mind. Everything belongs. So let's keep it really simple here with this particular training ground we call the experience of the body and mind. Noticing moments of real intimacy, a free, loving presence, and noticing moments where there's something in the way Of this intimacy, so being interested in what gets in the way. Can we be intimate with what gets in the way? Even exploring the question, what does it mean for the mind or the heart to be intimate, to be present in this free and loving way? What does that look like or feel like in any moment? How does a moment where there is subtle resistance or not so subtle resistance, how would a moment like that be transformed into a moment without a mind, without resistance or clinging, a more full acceptance? as we finish up this part of the meditation time. Just contemplating or reflecting on this heart or this mind's capacity for very real but also simple and pure expression of love or acceptance or fearlessness or whatever quality that seems available, ready to express itself, something that is good and trustworthy, It can be as simple as a willingness to be relaxed with the conditions of the mind and body now. Fearlessly relaxed. Sensitive. And not needing to judge the way it is. And we'll take the last 10 minutes or so of the sit to do a reflection we did briefly last week. As we all know, this heart, this conditioned mind of ours has been shaped by the different experiences of pain. Especially when we were young or before we were able to really understand what was going on, things would change, things would happen, and the heart would be hurt, and uh, we didn't like that feeling of pain, so we hid in different ways and reacted in different ways because of that pain or because of that uncertainty. So we'll take a few minutes and we'll reflect on some of these deeper painful grievance patterns. And we can begin by bringing to mind a difficult, painful situation in one of our relationships, maybe one of our current relationships. It could be with a friend or a lover, spouse, a colleague, or a family member. And as you bring the situation to mind, noticing how it feels right now. So just the image or the memory, and then be interested in what that actually feels like in the body, in the heart. So to whatever degree it seems that something's unresolved. See if you can locate it as a sensation or a visceral pattern. John Wellwood writes, when we feel conflict with other people, we often set ourselves in opposition to them. In what way are you seeing the other person as an adversary here? Notice how that oppositional stance affects your nervous system. Do you feel tense or anxious or heavy? And as you become more familiar with this particular pattern, then see if you can begin to recognize it as a pattern that has come up many times in different places, and different relationships, the same kind of fear, the same kind of denial, or whatever the particular pattern might be. What is it that's familiar about the pattern? So that particular feeling of being burdened or being oppressed or being upset about, well, that has re-arisen through our life in different places, different times. And if you were going to bring, use a particular phrase, what would that phrase be? You might even begin with the word you and then imagine saying it to the other person you don't understand how hard this is for me, or you don't see me, you don't get what I'm going through. So what phrase, if you can find one, or maybe phrases, what phrase or phrases captures particular pattern one of these basic grievance patterns As you step back a little bit, acknowledging this particular pattern of not being loved or not being taken care of, what does it feel like to acknowledge this deeper, to some degree, pervasive pattern? Particular way that the heart feels put upon or oppressed. A burdened. What does it feel like to acknowledge that it's here, like this, now? It's just this pattern, just this perhaps unpleasant feeling in the heart, in the body. It's just this. This mind, this heart has been wounded in relationships. Everybody's heart, everybody's mind has been wounded. We are all carrying around the wounds of having been hurt in relationship to others, in relationship to our experiences. And so that's why it's like this now. That's why the heart is sensitive in the way that it's sensitive. why the different relationships we have now in our lives feel charged and challenging in the ways that they feel charged and challenging. All of these relationships are being charged by the wounds from the past. And that's just how it is. So again, simply noticing what it's like to whatever degree, bring this out into the light of awareness to acknowledge honestly there are these wounds. There are these fearful, angry, reactive, distracted patterns. Can this be okay the way it is? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.